Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? I am doing quite well. I am looking forward to seeing you today. Yes. I mean, like, I see you now, but I'm looking at you through like, a computer screen. Yes. I don't actually get to see you see you in person often, so this mm -hmm. is going to be exciting. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. But it's, huh, what? It's just, I got to tell them why I'm seeing you today. Okay. Because that makes it so exciting. I am getting from Ramel, my girl, can I ask you something t-shirt. I have been waiting on my t-shirt. Ramel has shown it to me on Zoom and I can't wait to have my girl, can I ask you something t-shirt. You know what? I am so excited about that too. I'm so excited. We have on our store, we are opened up our merch store and on so Etsy. now on Etsy. Mm -hmm. And so not only will Tawanda be able to have it, any of our listeners who want to support, you can absolutely go to our Etsy store and we'll have that listed here in the show notes to get a get a shirt or some other stuff we have some other stuff that's listed in our etsy store so i'm oh, so excited yeah, yeah, don't forget to bring my water bottle either because that'll be yes <laughs> i that i love that water bottle it's one of those metal uh, insulated water bottles that keep your stuff hot and cold and it's beautiful beautiful <laughs> So, yes, I can't wait to see you and show you all that good yeah. stuff. Talking about keeping it hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good intro for our guest today. <laughs> I can't contain myself. That was, that transition was on point. Okay, this, I'm this sorry. It flawless. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right i'm sorry I'm, I'm with you now okay listen this is a voice you have heard before yes i, I want to call her our very own i'm not sure if i can say that because but, but this is a can we claim conversation. you i don't know i think we, i'm going to do it i'm gonna do it all right okay. our very own Helena Johnson is a licensed marriage and family therapist located in the Research Triangle. She's earned her master's degree in marriage, family, and couple counseling from Capella University. She is trained in emotionally focused couple therapy and sex therapy and loves to help couples enhance their intimacy both emotionally and sexually. So allow me to reintroduce our I want to call her like she's the master of the ceremony for bringing on the heat. Miss Helena Johnson, thank you for coming <laughs> back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could be a little thank excited. Thank you. That was really great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you for gosh. having me back. Um, yeah. It was a blast the first two times. So, of course, I wanted to come back to join you ladies again. <laughs> yeah. So if, what she's referring to, if you did not listen to it, we did two episodes with Helena, one on libido, sex drive for women and one about the men. If you did not hear it, listen to this because you're going to love this and then go back <laughs> and listen to one and two of her libido series. And I'm telling you, you'll love it. Yeah. Share it with fun. a friend. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we are really fortunate to have you today because we're approaching Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we want to try to take some of the mundaneness Mm -hmm. out of the bedroom for Valentine's Day. So yeah, we want to talk to you about that, but can you tell us a little bit about your thoughts about Valentine's Day as it comes, as it relates to, you know, couples these days? Yeah, Valentine's Day is one of my favorite days, actually. I think couples should celebrate love, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is for, is to to honor the love and the relationship. Do I think it should be celebrated only on that day? No. I think couples should celebrate their love throughout the year. I think you can make it random. I think you can, you know, do it on your anniversary. I think you can also do it on Valentine's Day. But I think it's a nice little holiday to just, you know, have a have set aside for love. Could be self-love, could be for couples. Just love, love, love. Oh, <laughs> I like that. See, I've been married 25 years. Uh-huh. And we've gotten to the point where like my husband and I were giving each other the same card, mm-hmm. not a card that we've had in the past, but we'd go, mm-hmm. go out okay. to Hallmark, come back with the same card. And <laughs> it was just like, okay, let's stop. We just, we're spending like $8 on a card because <laughs> yeah. that's how much they cost these days. Right. Exactly. Yeah, just just yeah. to say the same thing. So we will yeah. sometimes it's almost like we get together and make a pact. All right, are we doing Valentine's Day this year mm-hmm. or not? Because mm-hmm. it seems so commercialized. So I wasn't really <laughs> certain what you would say about, you yeah. know, whether Valentine's Day is is just commercialized or we should really celebrate it. So I got it. We should celebrate love and do it as often mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. I also um say that I think it looks different for couples who are in different stages of the relationship. Mm -hmm. For couples who are just getting together, there's a lot of excitement and gift giving and, you know, all of that, all that, you know, date planning. So that could look very different from a couple who has been together for X amount of years, you know, 10 plus years, 20 plus years, where maybe they still do that every so often, maybe not every year, but I think Valentine's Day celebrations look different across, you know, uh, different relationships. And there are times where I suggest like plan together, like, what are we going to do? Are we going to celebrate this year? Are we not? And if it's we're not, that's okay. (laughs) That doesn't mean he or she doesn't love you any less. Right. But I think as long as the couple like mutually agrees, like, yes, we're going to celebrate. What are we going to do? How do we want to celebrate it? I think that kind of gives you this ballpark of like, okay, are we doing gifts? Are we just doing a dinner? Um, So that that it's balanced. You don't want to like go all out buying, you know, all of these things and then it's just in balance like yeah, <laughs> I didn't know I we were doing this oh, yeah. or the other way around exactly I yeah. didn't get him nothing and he did all the things exactly. right I don't like that things, yeah and, and we have to have conversations because I've learned that it helps to talk in advance like okay what we doing this year you know we gonna yeah, do something yeah. or not yeah uh, sometimes we did 
a whole lot for Christmas and it's like, nah, let's just chill. Or we did a whole lot right. for his January birthday and it's like, yeah, right. we kind of right. celebrated a lot of love in January. So let's, yeah. <laughs> but let's it, it also has to do with our love languages. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate. My husband and I have the same love oh, language. Oh, wow. That's cool. I, I know. I'm, I'm bragging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, it's more about quality time and yeah. and, and touch, and, you know, yeah. just kind of uh, being close together, and yeah. not so much the gifts. So yeah. that yeah. that works. But when I've talked to other couples and I can recognize that their love languages are different, mm -hmm. it's like they didn't even consider a compliment or flowers, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. the other person feels weird. So. You should definitely yeah. check in on our love language episode that we did. If all this yes. sounds new to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it can be very helpful for uh, V-Day planning. Absolutely. Feels like a lot more relationship stuff. Like communication always seems I to know. come right <laughs> down the middle of all things relationship. Yes. And I guess Valentine's Day is no different. If you want to have a successful one, it requires you to do relationship stuff and actually talk to talk each to other. Talk to each other. And still, you can still have an uh, <laughs> element of surprise, right? Wow, I mean, let's mm -hmm, talk about mm -hmm. the element of surprise because Ramel was like, I'm sorry, I put your business right. Honey, you can just edit that out in post-production for what I'm about to say. So Ramel was like, you think it's okay if I just like show up on Valentine's Day with a basket of sexy toys? You said that. You did. You did. Ooh. Yeah, I said me like I said, like collectively, not me personally. Oh, there's a lot of yous. Not, All of the like personalities a, in you wanted to do this. <laughs> you know what, Tawanda? <laughs> I'm so I would like with to, you. to to but, ask Helena about about that. Yeah, if we yeah. do want to bring in toys, and I think you encourage that. Yeah, um, is it is it cool to go the Ramel and her personalities route, and we just all bring <laughs> you know just bring in all I the toys? <laughs> um, that is the yeah. So you were talking about like the element of surprise and talking about getting rid of the mundaneness of uh, V Day. I think. You know, especially if the two of you uh, talking about the couple would like to spice things up. I think toys are a great recommendation to have things fun, to spark things up in the bedroom. Now, as far as surprising, you know, your partner with a basket of toys could be a little overwhelming. <laughs> I'm not looking to do that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Um, go some ahead. people may actually uh, like it, but I think uh, it could also be very overwhelming. But I think toys are really, really great to use. There's so many out there, so many options, and you definitely have a, a wide choice to take your pick from. See, you, you say that, and at one point in my life, I would go, really? Like what? Because... For a few years of the marriage, I didn't look around for toys, you know. Uh -huh. I was uh -huh. a good Christian wife back then. <laughs> back then. I, she said back then. <laughs> well, I mean, because at that time, I, it didn't seem like mm -hmm. going to any place that would have toys was the yeah. right place for yeah. me to go. Now, I've, I've passed that. Look, I'm still married after tw at 25 years, so mm -hmm. clearly I figured some things out. But yeah, all right. <laughs> in order to feel comfortable, like there's a whole thing about where do you go to, to get toys? The toys yeah. are shaped weird. 
Okay. Yes. It's like there are <laughs> lots then, of like, shapes. Nowadays, you got to buy an app. You know, and, and <sighs> yeah. have a charger. Or, you know, it's rechargeable. <laughs> so it's it's all different. The game has changed. <laughs> yeah, we got to get over the stigma, and then we got to figure out what toy to bring yeah. home. I mean, like, yeah. give me a step. Like, what's the tutorial? I I, I walk so, into the store or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, where do I go with this? So you know, I think we should be more comfortable with using toys um, in the bedroom. It's actually, you know, I think back then there were negative stigmas and back then could be like you know eight ten years ago a lot of negative stigmas around sex toys and massagers right but as Mm -hmm. uh people are becoming more free with exploration and you know their own sexuality it's no longer this negative thing it's actually something that could enhance and spark the sexual intimacy in your relationship you know you can still be discreet you you can order from online i mean with the pandemic and how technology has uh is working nowadays you can just go on amazon or go to a website and find something online order it have it shipped to your house if you're worried about people seeing you in um, adam and eve or priscilla's you know mm-hmm. spencer's but or you can go in if you're yeah, confident um you can go into those stores and just uh shop around and a lot of times when you're checking out, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. They might even give you some <laughs> tips like that's good. I've used that. You're going to have fun. So I think the stigma is, is lessening uh, is what I'm, I'm finding. Okay. Do you have like couples that come to you and they say, you know, like, hey, one of them is maybe more interested mm-hmm. in having toys being introduced yes. and another one that is like, I don't know about mm-hmm. this. I mean, like. What what's your experience with yeah, that? Yeah, I actually that's quite often. What I recommend is for couples to talk about the toy first, mm-hmm. look at it online together, you know, read up on it, do some research uh for especially for the one who's a little more anxious about it. Um a lot of times mm-hmm. they have an idea of how they think, you know, the partner wants to use the toy. Like he or she wants to use it on me this way and it could just be, you know, a very extreme picture in their their head. So when you when you talk about it together, at least that can calm that anxiety. I think that often recommendations I give is to one do that what I just mentioned, research it, talk about it together. Mm-hmm. If you have a toy, uh, especially for females, you can use it privately, like to play around with it first, get comfortable with it, kind of get a feel for it, and then introduce it. You know as a a together thing but if the couple decides that like hey let's try it out together you might want to figure out who's who's lead are we following um who's the toy Mm. for is it if it's for him if it's for her like let's pace ourselves you know which lead are we following because if it's for the the woman i think she should be in charge of the pace and she should be in charge of saying what you know there's different settings for toys increase or decrease and, and likewise for men So do it together and go into it with a plan, (laughs) go into it with, with having those uh, questions answered. So you're not feeling so anxious about it. There's homework, like there's pre-work to the, to the thing. I will say when I did go into a store, you know, a store with toys, I did find it useful that there was somebody there. It felt weird because that's not mm-hmm. the type of thing. I'm I'm used to saying, I don't know about this mm-hmm. this shirt. Mm-hmm. How do you think this fabric's gonna work? And will it right. wash well? Right? <laughs> it feels yeah. really weird having that yeah. con- 
that conversation about a sex toy. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that threw me off early on is that I it was helpful. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I think I'll pick that one. Then she was mm -hmm. like, oh great, do you have lube? And I was like, lube. <laughs> and then there's like a whole uh, yeah section on lube. There's yeah. oil based, water based. Some that works yeah. better or slicker or other. Some that has flavor. I was just like. I wasn't ready, oh and, but gosh. you had to have the right lube for the right yeah. toy. And it was just yeah. like, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, is, so, is there anything, uh, yeah. do you have any advice on that? Right. I have so much. Um, so first, when it comes to lube, you definitely want to use a water-based lube with toys. There's, like you said, there are so many, there's a uh, silicone base, there's water-based and the silicone base does not work well with the silicone sex toys. So use water-based um, lube, use a lot of it, especially for, for women. It just adds a smoother um, feel than having something dry rub up against, especially if you're using something external, which mm -hmm. is another thing I recommend uh, if you're a beginner for using a sex toy. An external massage or external vibrator is a great way to get acquainted and use some lube on the toy or you can put it on yourself and just have fun with it. So about these lubes, and I'm yeah. taking it back there. Because then we're on water-based, but then there's these commercials that tend to come out right about now where there's mm -hmm. lube that warms up and mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it's supposed to be helpful. And then there's, I think there's lube with like CBD oil in it as well. Mm -hmm. And I am mm -hmm. like, what does this do? I think they need a whole store for lube <laughs> is what it feels like to me. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Great uh, that you're bringing this up. So there are a million types of lubes. There are lubes with aloe. There are lubes with lidocaine. Lidocaine? For, yeah, for you like sexual pain really issues. Uh, maybe really so, good. I don't know. Yeah, women who have sexual pain issues are, um, you know, just right around the entry of their vagina. They might uh, have some sensitivity. So they have lube with lidocaine. You can ask about and put down there. That helps to numb it just enough so you're not feeling um, that painful sensation. They have lube with CBD in it, which helps to relax everything down there. So that can create a different sensation. I mean, nowadays, they're just there's so much <laughs> out there. It could definitely be like, well, what do what, which, you know, which do I get? And why would I be getting this? And lots of questions. Um, you know, it's, it's a I understand why you're excited about lube now. <laughs> I get it. Because like when we were talking in our first episode about the women's libido and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I remember we talked about some of the issues that women have around sex. And part of that was uh, pain, mm -hmm. potential like pain, mm -hmm. having sex and also just being able to relax. And here we have two different products that are lube based yeah. that can kind of address yeah. and I think like if you know something is going to be painful and I hear about women who have like painful yeah. sex the anxiety about having sex at that mm -hmm. point would probably be like overwhelming yeah. yeah yeah so with the lubes that they have you know out there as long as it's water-based you can put that on yourself mm -hmm. And, I, and I'm talking about just maybe there's some skin irritation, 
Um, so not mm-hmm. like severe uh, pain, but if there's some skin right. irritation, right. you know, lube with lidocaine, putting that on yourself on, uh, you know, and, and using the toilet like, can be really helpful. Um, so there's like all different kinds. And as you mentioned, with even this mm-hmm. CBD that can help, like, just relax some of those muscles, sometimes we can get really tense, kind of bracing for mm-hmm. the toy or bracing for penetration. And it's crazy, like the lube with CBD is just uh, kind of a, a newer thing. But mm-hmm. I would definitely say, like, read up on it and, and see, you know, if that's something uh, that you would be open to using. <laughs> like the choice of words but uh, <laughs> um, we are actually providing some lubrication and with cbd oil in it in our giveaway right Renal? oh yes nice. yes that is that was one of the things that was in our basket yeah. I, I need to try it first. I'm gonna have to go order me some so I can speak edu- education on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could try it. Like I said, um, even with the toys, you could do the same thing with even this this lube that you're mentioning. You might want to try it by yourself mm-hmm. and see what that feels like. And if you're noticing any difference in the sensation or just being more relaxed, if you can actually feel a little bit more. That mm-hmm. way you know what you're getting into when your yeah. uh, partner <laughs> joins any, the party. Do you have any cautionary tales? Or, you know, because I always thought the thing that's supposed to make you tingle could overdo it. And and I was uh, nervous about like, will they make it work too hard? And I'm rushing to the bathroom to wash it off. Like, are there any warnings, anything I should be afraid of? I just, you know, try it. Not that I'm aware of. Um, I, I think with like CBD in the lube, I think they're putting, you know, a, a very small amount. So mm-hmm. it should be fine. I think the only time we run into issues when it comes to like CBD and um, and if we're sticking with that family, you know, mm-hmm. marijuana or, or T- THC, uh, stuff with THC in it, mm-hmm. the only thing that really comes up is that the difference that it has on male and female bodies where anything with like, you know, marijuana, THC actually can be very relaxing for, for women and can actually help them ease into the sexual um, experience. But for those who may use it uh, very often, <laughs> um, especially for men, it could actually cause erectile dysfunction. So it, it can have um, some negative impacts, but the CBD loops that, that you're referring to should not, um, in most cases, uh, create issues where there are um, erectile dysfunction or sexual dysfunctions um, for, for that men. is something I did not know. Ramel, I did not know. Yes. So am I hearing yeah. stay yeah. away from THC for men when it comes to the sexual experience? Um, I will say for chronic mm-hmm. users, you know, I mean, we're, we're talking of those mm-hmm. who use it a lot, <laughs> uh, a <Okay>. daily. <laughs> So, but if you're sometimes, you know, just having that right before sex can, um, it actually opens up your, (laughs) opens you up. So you do feel a a lot more. And so this is just, we're talking about moderation, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So chronic users, or if you do notice that you've used uh, something with THC, whether it's an edible or you're actually smoking uh, marijuana, and you're not able to, this is for men, you're not able to get erect. That's probably why it's the, you know, THC in your system. Ah, yeah. Good to know. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. But the CBD lube is, you know, it's not in that ballpark. So we're, you should be good to go. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Well, I, should we talk? Uh-huh. Should we talk? Goop? We absolutely need to talk goop. Should I, we talk goop? I, I we had okay. to explain what it is too because when I've talked about yeah. goop before, yeah. I had to explain first that I'm not talking about slime and you know because goop <laughs> sounds like you know that type of thing. Well, do you want to like introduce a... <laughs> our goop conversation? Sure, sure. There, well, on Netflix. There was a special, and I believe it's called, it was called Sex, Love, like and Goop. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Sex, Love, and Goop. And what they did is they assembled about five or six couples and basically walked through, mm-hmm. gave them therapists sex to therapist. each work mm-hmm. with and kind of sex therapists to walk through their issues that they were having together as couples. Mm-hmm. And so there are a couple of gay couples or a couple of straight couples, but they all had different issues that they were bringing to the mm-hmm. bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so they addressed it. And I learned so much in like, is it what, five yeah. or six episodes? Yeah, maybe like and seven. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that they talked about, they had a black couple on there, which was very interesting because I think what their issues were, were very uh, representative, I think, I think of what a lot of people, mm-hmm. quote unquote, average couples mm-hmm. kind of go through, like one person who feels like they have a really higher sex drive and the other person who really thinks that they don't have, they don't really want sex mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And they kind of work through it and mm-hmm. they c- kind of find this even ground. And um, one of the ways that they did this was through having them take a test that was an erotic blueprint. Mm -hmm. The erotic blueprint kind of tells them like, hey, are you like a kink? You're into kink? Or you're just really into having like just regular old sex? Mm -hmm. Or if you are energetic, like what does that mean? (laughs) So that's the overall that was a great description. But now yeah. I'm ready for okay. uh, our specialist <laughs> to explain those components of the erotic blueprint. Because yeah, when I, heard them, I watched that. I was like, yeah. okay, I know sex part, you know, what the intercourse this? thing. I get that. But the right, other part right. with energetic and kink, and there were some other ones that I hope you remember, because mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. that you yeah. could tell us about. Yeah. And even if you could tell us how to take this assessment on our own that would be nice right absolutely so I did watch that as well the sex educators and uh, workers that were in the show they use more of a hands-on approach so not the type of work that I do I do you know strictly uh, talk therapy I found it to be really interesting and the couple Ramel that you were speaking of uh, they really felt like they weren't sexually compatible, right? That was their thing. Mm -hmm. But I think Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, they found out they were more compatible than they thought with, you know, taking the quiz and finding out their erotic blueprint, which is like the five love languages, but for for sex. So uh, with that being said, uh, there's energetic, there's sensual, there's kink, there's sensual and shape shifter. So there are five different ones. 
So it was really interesting. And uh, if you want, I can definitely kind of go into a description of, uh, you know, each one. Sure. I would love that. I would love that. So the first one I'll talk about is energetic and energetic is sometimes you can feel a person's energy and you can connect with someone through that. And so uh, Mm -hmm. if you look at sex, love and goop, they use just different things to try to have the couple connect through feeling each other's energy. And that could be like doing full body pleasure with like different sensations. It's actually a good depiction of how you can do that, but it's actually just connecting and feeling a a level of arousal through feeling the person's energy. The second one is sensual. So that's like using your five senses to get turned on. That could be Mm -hmm. like aromatherapy, massaging, you know, just uh, hot and cold playing with different temperatures. So that's more sensual. So you're using the five senses. It could be like having music, having that um, auditory, you know, stuff playing in the background to get you hot and going. You have sexual, which tends to focus more on genitals. So that's just more Mm. like a lot. That could be a lot of oral sex, focusing on Mm -hmm. the penis and the vagina. So that tends to be the, the main focus. And then the last one is shape shifter. I never can say that word, (laughs) which could mean you like all of the above. Yeah. So those are the five ones and they actually have a quiz. It's free where you can, yeah, yeah. We all love free Um, (laughs) where you can actually take the quiz and they have it where you can do it individually, or you can do it with your partner and kind of see uh, which one you are most fitting for. Mm -hmm. You can also look up different techniques to help uh, bridge the gap. So your sexual experience feels, you know, pretty nice. You know, I, Thank you for going through that. But one of the things that surprised me watching this was the definition, if you will, of kink. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? I did. I forgot kink. I did forget kink. Um, oh, it's okay. Yeah, kink is more like, and I, I think that is more for what feels out of the box for the couple, um, what mm-hmm. feels taboo. And so mm-hmm. uh, kink could look very different from one couple to the next, but that is just whatever feels very out of the box or kind of pushes your comfort level a little bit to mm-hmm. trying something very new and adventurous. So it's not, so yeah, it's, it's I, not just mm-hmm. the like um, whips and chains, because that's what I think of as kinky. You know, handcuffs, <laughs> whips, chains. Yeah. Yeah, And on this show, they didn't necessarily have anything that fit that description and they called it kink. And I was like, well, at that definition, I guess I could be kinky too. I could be a little kinky. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Um, So yeah, absolutely. That's that's right. I thought it was interesting because it really did remove my ideas of what kink is. Mm -hmm. It kind of opened Mm -hmm. that territory mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. to feel comfortable to say girl I think yeah, I'm okay. some of the toys you know? you know some of the toys <laughs> that you know you can incorporate in your sex could be on that line of you know or you're edging more mm-hmm. toward toward kink so I think they did a great job of really opening that up for for people so there isn't this misconception about it yeah, I I thought that um, watching the evolution of their sexual relationship on the show 
was very encouraging mm-hmm. because like you said, it just looked like they were not compatible. Like it was going to be a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. If it, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? It was going to be a yeah. problem. They just seemed so much happier with that part of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely a, it. And once again, like you see them communicating and talking about like, what felt nice for them. I mean, they had different tools mm-hmm. and different toys and different things that created different sensations and different feels and different weights. And communication is such a huge part with enhancing uh, sex in your relationship. So I thought it was a, it was very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So when I think of introducing um, toys to the bedroom, I like it kind of intimidates I don't believe me, that. the idea of it. I, okay. <laughs> she doesn't believe it. Uh, <laughs> if we want to pretend that, you know, for the people who are intimidated. Okay. Well, okay. So we want you say that then. I don't. Well, well, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Toys are intimidating because like you don't know what they're going to do and you don't know how you're, well, at least without having a conversation, you don't know. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's it. It all goes back to that doggone communication. Gotta like- you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just got to do it. Conversation and, and conversation. play. Right? Conversation and exploration. Yeah. No, I think uh, like I was saying before, having some external toys uh, is a great way to mm-hmm. start. There are different settings, so play around with the settings. If you want mm-hmm. to use this, you can do this first by yourself or with mm-hmm. your partner. If you're using an external toy, really start from maybe, you know, the inside of your thighs, move the toy, you know, feel the different vibrating uh, sensations inside your thigh and work your way toward your vagina. And maybe you want to use the, the external toy on your clitoris last because that is the most sensitive Mm -hmm. um, part of the vagina. And so you want to have a nice buildup touching that area Mm -hmm. too soon before Mm -hmm. it's ready can feel too sensitive or could actually be painful. So I say if you're using an external toy, like have fun, play full body pleasure, like have it, I don't know, use on your neck and work your way down the body (laughs) inside. Excuse me. Hey, honey, you got to go shopping in a few minutes. You know, you know that I'm, I'm so glad you said mm-hmm. about the full body pleasure. I think that was one of the things that I got the most mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of um, watching yeah. the couple work on is that it was they didn't she didn't really work on sex yeah. with yeah. them. It's a lot like of the foreplay. Actual yeah. It was mm-hmm. a lot it was of the, foreplay. That foreplay yeah. thing. A lot of foreplay. Yeah. Right. Right. And when we talked about libido in your first episode, you were like, oh, you know, work on foreplay for like 40 mm-hmm. minutes. It takes women a little longer. <laughs> and Twan and I were like scratching our head because I, at least for me, I didn't understand how it was going to get to 40 right, some minutes. Right. right? <laughs> I was like, mm, okay, yeah. well, if I can get 20 minutes out of the deal, I'll be yeah, good. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but the, the way they expanded uh-huh what sexual contact really is it really was helpful in a very visual Mm -hmm. way that just every part of your Mm -hmm. body can be engaged exactly in this whole sexual experience yeah Yeah. and and i will say that you know that is the sex for most women 
like having mm-hmm. that foreplay and then with full body, you know, pleasure, engaging all of the parts of the body, starting from the top, working your way down, and then maybe ending it with an external, uh, you know, toy on your clitoris, like to give you that firework or, or the clitoral orgasm. That is the mm-hmm. sex for, for, for most women. And so don't cheat yourselves of that experience by just focusing on one part of the body have fun and really touch, taste, lick, whatever, you know, different parts of the mm-hmm. body and see what you like. Okay. My husband's going to like this episode. I like, like here we go. <laughs> this is, this is my jam. I do. I did want to add that when I was watching the Netflix uh, episode, seeing that much foreplay, first of all, it helped us figure it out. So thanks for Mel. You're right. I saw that. I also mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. okay, this is like the special stuff that you do on Valentine's Day or maybe on Hump Day, <laughs> but it didn't feel like it, it didn't feel like the everyday type of sexual experience because, mm-hmm. like, I don't have that much time. I don't know about you. I just don't. I don't well, have yeah. that much time. I need to, you know. <laughs> I know life. Life. Right, that's right. Kids, right. Family. Okay, but we can we can um, highlight Valentine's th- Day. Yeah, like quarterly. Like, why? You know, you can set something like we're going to do this one time a I did say weekly, once though. every two months <laughs> uh, you could do that weekly if you know time and life a lot but for those more passionate times where you want to set the you know time to really do some of the stuff um, I think mm-hmm. it's nice to do that on anniversaries and and uh, birthdays and hump day and v-day uh, or you know you can just you don't even need a special holiday we're just going to do this once every other month right where We'll make sure the kids are somewhere um, where we can have time for us. I love Um, it. Thank you. That's amazing. That's perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I love it. Thank you, Tawanda. Did I, you have any more questions? I always I just I, like, I enjoy. I feel like I'm going to get off of here with. I enjoy this. Like, yeah. Well, I wanted to <laughs> add. Yeah, there was something that I just uh, wanted. I think I talked a lot about external toys. There are, you know, um, internal toys that couples can use too, and I always think those are, you know, a nice enhancement. Orgasm. You can orgasm through two ways through your clitoral stimulation and through your G-spot, which is inside the vagina. And so an internal toy can help with that as well to enhance pleasure. And then even for the external toys, don't be afraid to use those uh, even during sex. It doesn't have to be just for foreplay. You can put them on yourself while you're having sex and really experience orgasm. Tell me what you had in mind. Don't limit yourself. I can't think of it. And I'm honest. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Give me an example. There's one toy in particular Mm -hmm. called the Rose. I, I love that one. Uh-huh. It's uh, a little, I should have brought it so you could see it. I've seen it. It looks like yeah. the head of yeah. the Yeah, and there are two right? types. There's a sucking type. Like a, there's one that gives a sucking okay. sensation that you can put on your clitoris. Mm-hmm. But then there's one that mm-hmm. has like a pedal in, inside the, uh, the outer pedals that kind of flap back and forth. And okay. so you can actually put that on yourself if you're an on top uh, woman, girl, <laughs> you can put okay. that on yourself while you are having sex. And that could really enhance the chances of having um, a G-spot or orgasm as well. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's it's discreet enough. It's it's um, small where you can use it while you're having sex. Uh, um, so thank good, you for describing because I was like, I don't, I can't picture what you're talking about. Given the yeah. position that works, mm-hmm. uh, that works for pretty well. Can you tell us about? Just give us an example of an er- internal toy. Yeah, there's lots of them, but the most popular ones are bullets or rabbits that could be used for external or internal. Mm-hmm. Even the rose has an addition. It has the rose petal, but then there's another connecting piece that you can actually put inside and it has Mm. different settings. So like a rabbit or a bullet, it's small enough. You don't really know, you know, Mm -hmm. kids find it. They don't really know what it is, but (laughs) you can insert that and kind of, (laughs) you know, um, put that against or inside you and 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 play around with different sensations. Um, Those are really, really nice. Those are the most popular Mm -hmm. ones. Hmm. Do guys have trouble finding the G spot? I just want to know. Uh, some, <laughs> I think it's uh, it, it is kind of a, a, a unique um situation. It's kind of in the vagina and up on mm-hmm. the roof, so it okay. actually takes. There's so many nerve endings there. Um, it's actually the clitoris and the gland kind mm-hmm. of goes down and into the vagina. So with you know, vibrators or even just penetrative sex, having that spot hit, Mm -hmm. you know, with certain pressure and with certain um, sensations can help with getting an orgasm through penetrative sex. It's not all about Um, how deep it is. It sounds like. Angles Angles. are important. Oh, yeah. Angles Angles are Speaking of um, Mm -hmm. uh, toys that you use externally, I'm thinking about this like slope thing that helps you get the right angle. It's a Yes, they have sex pouches. Yes. Thank like you, Ramel, for wedges, knowing the exact word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for knowing exactly, exactly what it the is. word. Thank you. <laughs> I Who, me? How she Who me? Oh, she had the word is. for it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you say uh, a sex sling or a swing? Swing. Uh, swing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have your there's sex couches. There are wedges. There are swings to help with certain angles. Those are all, you know, sex furniture, but can be um, sex furniture in the family of of sex. Oh, my goodness. This this Um, has taken me further. It's Hmm. limitless. (laughs) It's limitless. I guess if if you're willing to have those conversations, (laughs) then you can have it all. You can have it all. They have uh, also vibrators (laughs) that go that do both. You can put them inside and it also stimulates your clitoris too. Okay. So like I said, it's well, I have a question yeah, that here. we haven't touched. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. men enjoy vibrators? Like we've talked about that, but we're yes. always talking about the woman. So are there any yeah. toys specifically that I'm helps? I'm happy you brought that up because I, yeah, there are what, you know, they're called, uh, prostate massagers or, you know, vibrators for Mm -hmm. men. I think men, (laughs) so where it goes, (laughs) you know, it helps. They're so protective. They are so protective. So some men um, use it, like, you know, they might use it with their partners very secretively, like don't tell anyone, you know, but it actually helps to stimulate the prostate. Mm -hmm. And that gives a, a stronger sensation for orgasms for men and so they have different Hmm. different uh vibrators for men to use to help uh, stimulate their prostate Mm -hmm. and you can get Mm -hmm. a stronger erection there's so much more blood flow 
and the orgasms can be a lot more powerful. So I think who doesn't want are, that? <laughs> if you're no. go ahead and, you know, try and see what you and I, I think it's it's, uh, you know, also another stigma, right? They're protective of their butts, but mm-hmm. it can be another way even for men to enhance their experience. Wow. Um, Happy you brought that up. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I am too. The P spot, right? The prostate. Ah, that's what we're going to call it now. Uh, yeah. They don't want to uh, talk about yeah. that. I mean, they just don't want to talk about it. Even the guy on Goop was like, the lady asked, are there any? And he was like, don't touch my know, butt. No go. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, don't, don't go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't touch my butt. Yeah, they don't want it. I don't know. <laughs> women i think we're just so used to being and, and like prodded all the time it's like whatever yeah. it's another yeah. place right <laughs> right <laughs> we're a little more acquainted <laughs> oh gosh i'm so glad you brought that up helena i you tell you on your job well, that, was to Wanda. that was to one that was to one i'm not she yeah, had the answers i just had the questions i just had all the questions <laughs> i appreciate your answers because i i didn't understand and i i wasn't sure what a yeah. man would get out of toys or what toys were designed specifically for him and so all you have to say is i know you're protective however the erection and the orgasm should be so much better like do you want to try that i wouldn't show up with one i don't think just like hey dude i bought you yeah both of y'all were like I have them black, no, listen no, to this episode no, first and then see if they say, yeah. you want to try that? I could do that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Definitely. Wow. <laughs> Talk first. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, yeah. The conversation, you know what? I mean, there's a lot to the sex toys and everything. And I thank you so much for walking us through that. But I, to be honest with you at the top, if you want to have a successful um romantic life including yeah sexual experience including toys you're gonna have to talk to your partner mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're gonna have to have that conversation to really be able to enjoy mm-hmm. it and so that's first thing and then talk the world is, is open from there let's make right? conversation sexy yeah. i talk know sexy. there we go there like, you go. I like, I like that. That, that might be the title of this that. episode. Okay. We never know. We're going to work that in. <laughs> Talk is sexy. That's right. That's right. Wow. Well, thanks again for coming. Thank I you. have so, Every time. such a good time with Thank you. you. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for having so, me. Oh, you're welcome. And again, we will always leave Helena's information for you in the um, notes. Um, we'll also probably leave the information about that i'm gonna look that up just for y'all i'm sure you you know know. for y'all i'm gonna make sure to have it available (laughs) for all the listeners so you know about the world yeah yeah. wait a minute i'll send you the link (laughs) i I knew you had it i knew you had the link go ahead and put that wedge link in there too while you edit (laughs) exactly (laughs) because i might not know but um no but we thank you guys we thank you so much for coming by and having a yet another discussion about sex. It's Yay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks again. All right. I am good. So you good, girl? <laughs> I'm good. I'm actually planning my next trip somewhere. Maybe today. You know, we're supposed to get snowed <laughs> in. I'm going to need to have some extra time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. 
All right. Well, until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.